T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Right now, Congressman Mike Bost is here from Illinois in the 12th District. Have you written a book yet, Bost? You need to write a book, I think. I've not. I've not. I've actually got the title written, and I'm working on it. It's called Being a Public Servant in a Dysfunctional World Because No One Can Make It Up. My, I like that a lot. I've decided that if I'm going to write a book, it's going to be the title is going to be Don't Say F on the Radio and Other Tales from My 30 Years in Broadcasting. <laughs> and by the way, that's actually a, a true story that I really don't want to share, but that's in my book. You'll have to wait. Mike, how are you this afternoon? Happy New Year. I'm I'm good. I'm busy, but but good. We're uh, back in district because the district is so large now. Remember, I have landmass-wise one, one-third of the state of Illinois. Uh, between uh, I, and I didn't think I'd be back out at DC, but yesterday I nine o'clock the day before, uh, got, and then at night I got called and said, "Hey, they're forming up the VA committee, which I'm now chairman of. You need to be here." So I changed my plans, went to DC in less than a 16-hour period, and got back. And but now we're bouncing all over the district. Doing those things that, besides the fact that you're out in D.C. we're doing. Well, let, let's talk about that's a great committee chairmanship, the House Committee on Veterans Affairs. This has been an issue that you have been, um, you know, focused on in your terms in Congress. So let's talk about why that's important. What would the goals be there for that committee chairmanship? Well, right now, when we've got the committee up and running and uh, we've got it loaded, uh, let me tell you that the most important thing is you, you know, yes, you pass law. But you also have to give oversight. And right now, with a lot of the things that are going on with the VA, with the amount of mass money that's been handed to them, it's important for us as a committee to make sure we give oversight uh, of the administration as that money has been because of COVID and other things uh, uh, that has been put in there. Now, there's a lot of things also that we've been put in when, when we also worked on what was known as the PACT Act. And now, as we have these veterans that are actually starting to receive this. It is the, you know, it's one of the largest expansions of healthcare for our veterans that they've ever seen. 3.5 million plus veterans and their families are going to receive uh, care. These are our toxic exposed veterans since 9-11. And and so making sure that's in place. You've also got uh, the electronic health records, which has been a debacle from the very beginning, uh, has been very, very dangerous. And and we're going to have to, we've been doing oversight on that. That's going to have to continue to expand uh but we've got to continue to make sure that our veterans administration moves forward into the 21st century with providing the health care they're trying to do that but whenever i've got a secretary talking about coming to me and asking this committee to push forward 
with a budget that would allow them to do new construction, we're searching back through the money we've already given them, the saying, okay, we're going to move money over from this program or from this area, not cutting, but reshifting and refocusing to make sure that they can provide for those veterans the way they need to. It's always so there's been a, there's a lot of things. Yeah, it's always been so confusing to me. You know, one of the saddest experiences I've ever had in my life, and gosh, I hope it's a lot better right now. But back in the late '80s, I went into the VA hospital in Columbia, Missouri. When I was, you know, I graduated from Mizzou. I was doing radio work, and there were some things that were in the news at the time with the VA and that hospital in particular, as I remember, that weren't very complimentary. But yeah. I mean, I went and I toured that hospital, and Mike, it was. I thought to myself, this is a horrible. I wasn't a big fan of hospitals anyway, but it just seemed like the most depressing place on the planet. And here we are was, trying to help our veterans. Right. Well, what our problem is they were built in the 40s and the 50s and they stayed there. Uh, now, now, that is not the case nationwide now. But then the, there's a couple things. One is that the oversight is so important because you've got to remember that, that the VA and remember, it's not just the healthcare side. It's all of VA. The VA is the second largest bureaucracy in the world. And two, and two, we do want to make sure that the best of the best is there. And, and I'm going to tell you. By the way, what's the first? Is it Medicare? Uh, no, no. It's Department of Defense. Oh, okay. All right. Department of Defense is the largest, and then, then the VA is the second. Now, it is the largest medical provider in the world. VA is the largest medical provider in the world. And with that, we get a lot of good technology. So I don't, I don't want to say bad things. I want to say some very good things. Matter of fact, some of the best research in the world is done at uh, Jefferson Barracks um, as far as exoskeletons, allowing wow. our quadriplegic and paraplegic to be able to move with a, a device that they actually stand up and walk. And some of the research is being done with that. Also, the research that was done... Uh, for instance, you know, a lot of people think that, that when you are a uh, receiver, a prosthetic, they still do it the old-fashioned way and everything like that, and they have to mold it and then reshape it and everything like that. Now a person comes in for their prosthetic, what's they're ready for it, and or if they're getting one renewed, they take, a, they take an iPad, and there's a special app on it, and they rotate it in about 360-degree direction around the, 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 the stub where the uh, prosthetic is going to fit. They put it into a uh, uh, 3D printer. You go out, have lunch, come back. You have a perfect fit. Isn't that mind-blowing? Unbelievable. Isn't it wonderful? It, yeah. That, that's what we need to be able to do for our veterans. Another thing we're doing with new technology for our veterans, remember the veterans the VA is also in charge of all uh, veteran cemeteries and also veterans war memorials. Veteran war memorials are those cemeteries that are no, not located on our soil. Uh, let's say that went Normandy mm-hmm, or, right. or Bella Woods or all this. Every one of those cemeteries now, you know, have, if you go there, there's graves that are unknown soldiers, unknown soldiers, unknown soldiers, you know, graves of the unknown. We also then have a marble or a granite plaques inside the memorial building that says the people that were MIA in the region that would have been possibly buried there. Okay. So those MIA we are able to go to the family, our nearest family relative, get DNA. We're now tapping down into the graves, and we're identifying a lot of these, even back to the First World War, and then notifying the, 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 first, or the closest kin, bring them to the site and say, this is where your loved one is buried. We can either mark it. If you think this is a nice place to have it, we'll mark it, and it'll match the other stones. It's up to you. Or we exhume the body, take it 
to their home or where their choice is for a full merit- uh, uh, military bearer. That's awesome. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Congressman Mike Bost is here from Illinois. What is the current status? I think I saw somebody tweet about this, and, and I think at this point this is outrageous. Is there still a military vaccine mandate that is in effect, Congressman? No. Okay, good. No. So we that has been rescinded we, at this point. That has, that has been rescinded. Let me tell you what was not done, but we're working to get done. And, and actually, the, the uh, DOD is actually looking to do it on their own. And that's those people who chose to get out rather than get the vaccine that might have been close to their retirement or everything like that, really didn't want to leave. They are being contacted. We're trying to make it where they're being contacted. And then they can be reinstated. Yes, okay. So that's that maybe what I saw today. Career. Yeah, that's retroactively. Yes, excellent, excellent. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. outstanding. And, and, and if they don't do it through administrative rule, we're going to carry bills to make it happen. So let, let's talk a little bit. Well, let me take you back a couple of weeks here. And all the uh, and I thank the United States House for all the content for the McCarthy race and, and the election yeah. and, and the drama. And I stayed up late that night. I, I took the position that this is democracy. We're going to get through it. Everything's going to be OK. I, I certainly respected most of the members that were in opposition, not all. I think there's a couple right. of personalities in there I would separate out. But I think that there were some legitimate things that Chip Roy and you know Ken Buck's coming up right. later that they were asking for. Um, in the end, what was your take on that, Mike? Because I'm Obviously, well, the me, media makes this to be, oh, the Republicans, oh, yeah. look at what they're yeah. doing, right? Yeah, yeah, they, they said it's an embarrassment. Well, here's the thing. The, we believe not only that group, but our conference as a whole uh, wanted to have transparency. Now, if there's transparency in certain things, there's two things that you probably don't want to see being made because it might ruin the taste of both. One is sausage right. and the other is law. Right, exactly. And so, th- so what happened is you saw transparency. Now, let me explain this, though, and don't let anybody tell you any different. And when it came to the rules package, the same rules package, except for two minor changes, was the exact same rule package that the entire conference voted on, agreed upon, and debated five weeks prior to the vote for speaker. And the only change that occurred was for the, uh, the recall of the speaker went from five members calling for it to one member calling for it. Is that a big change? It's a, it's a big change from what Nancy Pelosi had, but it is exactly the same thing that we had in this United States government since 1912. Since 1912, you could always have one member that can make the motion. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. It means it's going to be called, and then it has to be voted up or down, whichever they're going to recall the speaker. That's the one change. The other change, which was in there, is a slight tweak in the language in which way we would set up what's known as our church committee. And when a lot of people hear that, they think like the church, uh, a, a religious church. Mm-hmm. That's not it at all. In, in, in the 1970s, there was a senator by the name of Church that realized that there was, a, by lack of better term, because we use this term and you'll understand, that there's a deep state. <laughs> yeah. And the deep state needed to be investigated in a bipartisan manner so that we can get into exactly that the, that the bureaucrats are working for the people and the Congress, not for themselves and or a political party. So the, the agreement for putting in the language for the church committee, there was a slight tweak in, in what was being proposed there. Not much at all. So, so when they say, oh, there was these big rules and these 20 got it done, that, that wasn't the case at all. There were other issues in there, and there were some concerns that I had with what the other 20 were asking for. And, and many things that they were asking for, they were getting anyway. And sometimes I think it was 
what was voted on was to save face with some of. Did you, did you have money? Like, did you have money on Gates or Rogers in, in that throwdown? Rogers. I'm kidding. Okay, yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> let's let's talk about the debt ceiling and where this is. Because speaking of hyperbole, Congressman, we're going to hear that from a lot of the legacy media here in the next few weeks. But there are some important issues when it comes to spending to sort of focus in on here. So, how yeah. do you think that this manifests itself in the coming weeks? Well, let, let's figure out the problem. Is is the extreme levels of the unnecessary spending that we've done over the past two years by this administration? You know, our nation is 31 trillion dollars in debt. Our children and grandchildren, we're going to have to pay for it at some time, or we'll have to make figure out something. So what I believe and what Kevin and what our team is proposing, and we're doing it together, is to send a message. Now, now understand, by, by not allowing the debt ceiling to pass, you're going to it, – it's a bad thing to not it, – it, because you're going to – you can't let the U.S. government go defunct. Right. Okay. Right. Can't that, default. You just right. can't do that. Yeah. Right. Right. And 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 so you can't default on on the power behind the U.S. government has to be there, but that doesn't mean we don't negotiate for some sensible. When I, a while ago, whenever I told you about taking the VA and telling them when you want to spend here, no, 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 we take from over here and we we shift over there. You used to call it uh, pay go, now. No, no, it, 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 it's we have to have we have to cut somewhere to, if you're going to spend somewhere because right. we've got to get this under control. And that's what we're going to be arguing for from our side of the aisle before we ever work toward a debt ceiling. And what's really wild is, is you've got the 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 um, the administration saying, well, you're willing to shut down the government. No, we aren't. You are. And the reason you are is because you won't stop aggressively spending even to this one what you did with build build back broke or what you did with with in the middle of the night with the help of the republican senators i'm sorry um and 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 the massive spending bills and those two spending bills and what you've done to the debt of this united states now the biggest fear there is who is our biggest enemy when it comes to that well our biggest enemy is very simply china and they're going to own they're owning our debt yeah, I mean, it's, look, it's a complicated situation. I can't wait to see how the um, negotiations go here in the coming weeks because I do believe it's important. But obviously, you talk about, well, you can't default. You said that. So we all know that. Well, most of the media is going to blame this, even though it's the Democrats that probably at least deserve half the blame. You're, you're, you know, the Republicans will get most of the blame. Well, the, the thing is, here, here's a, what you have to understand. The debt ceiling has to be raised because you've already overspent. It isn't a case where you're going to give the debt ceiling increase so you can overspend. No, no, right, right, yeah. You're you're just doing it because you've already spent the money. Absolutely. Congressman Mike Bost, who's always great, coming on the show here on 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. Congrats again on the committee chairmanship and being back in the majority. And we'll talk soon. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. All right, thank you. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.